Good morning, church. Last March, as you know, the whole world started to shut down and all because of COVID. People were laid off. Businesses were closed. The economy dropped. People are no longer able to gather in churches and in schools and do the things they used to do, like go shopping and eating out and watching movies. And the world has forever changed the way we do life, all because of COVID. Because of COVID, you could hear a lot of students making excuses now. Hindi ko nagagawa ng mga modules ko, wala akong pera, wala pang load. And even the teachers also make excuses, you know, wala pang load, walang oras, uh, pero may Facebook at may YouTube. You know, the students might say, well, kasi dip ed, or employees might have an excuse kung bakit sila late because of COVID, or the employers might have their own excuses then. No? Mga offices close early because of COVID, uh, delayed ang processing ng mga government permits, tumataas ang mga bilhin. Canceled, late, bawal ito, bawal dyan, bawal lahat because of COVID. And many people are no longer working, hindi na sila nagahanap ng trabaho. They gave up their job, gave up passions, and quit. Some people even quit serving God, quit attending church because of COVID. And maybe some people have even quit taking a bath. <laughs> Sana hindi, no? All throughout a person's life, may mga pagkakatoon na magbigay ng excuses. Sasabihin ng bata, edi bata pa kami, hindi kami pinayagan. Pag studyante na, sasabihin niya, wala akong time kasi ang hirap ng pag-aaral. Gipit. At siguro after graduation ako mag-attend uh, or magtutulong. Maghahanap pa ako ng trabaho pagkatapos ng school. Uh, pagkatapos ng may trabaho na, sasabihin na, nag-aasawa na ako, wala na akong time dyan. Or yung mga iba, sasabihin nila, may mga bata na kami kasi uh, pinapaaral ang tatlo, nasa college. Pag matanda na, sasabihin nila, eh, yung mga apo ko. And we always make excuses. Pag matanda na, sasabihin nila, eh, yung tuhod ko, reuma, wala na akong uh, lakas para sumali dyan. It seems like at every stage of life, may pakakatoon na magbigay ng excuse, ng alibi. And ang dami talagang palusot sa buhay natin no? for not doing the things that we should do. Mga making excuses and uh, for making excuses for not doing God's purposes, for not making changes na dapat gawin, for, for not growing. Ang tanong ko kaya, what is your Excuse. Maybe you make excuses kung bakit hindi ma- magagawa na yung dreams and passions. Are you making excuses that you're not overcoming a problem, a, a sin maybe, an addiction? Or maybe you're making excuses kung bakit hindi ka nag-get uh, along with others. Why you're not happy, why you can't do this, or why you can't do that. Sa dictionary, ang definition ng excuse is a reason or explanation put forth to defend or justify a fault or an offense. An attempt to release or to be exempt from an obligation or a duty. Maybe a removing myself from the path of blame or the path of responsibility. 
an excuse, I think, is, is just a reason to, you know, uh, give an give a, a, a alibi kung bakit akong ganito. This is the way I am because I did this because of that. Or uh, kaya ako galit, kaya ako offended, depressed. You know, you're trying to excuse being lazy or gaining extra weight or being addicted. Madalas na itong lately is because of COVID. I could always hear people saying their excuses and then sa dulo ng lahat ng excuses because of COVID. Yung iba dyan sasabihin nila because of my upbringing. You know, broken family kasi kami. Kaya ako ganito kasi poor lang kami. You just don't understand. I have to quit my job because my boss was rude or he was unfair sa akin. Mababa kasi ang sahur. Malayo ang trabaho. Yung iba, um abroad because there's no job in the Philippines. Late ako kasi COVID. Late ako kasi traffic. Well, everyone has traffic. You you are the traffic. You're you're a part of it. Late ako kasi umuulan, umainit, walang pamasahe, walang tricycle, walang time. Di ako makakapunta kasi ang daming chores, daming gawain bahay. Or my favorite excuse that I would hear is, hindi ako makapunta kasi walang magbabantay sa bahay. <laughs> Ibig sabihin, walang kasama manood ng TV. <laughs> Kailangan magbantay ng ref kasi may pagkain. You know, making excuses is not something new. All throughout the Bible, we read about people who make excuses. See, Adam Palang, first man, made an excuse for his sin. Sabi niya, isinisisi ng asawa niya, si Eva. Sabi niya, it's the wife, God. It's the wife you gave me. You gave me. So, sinisi niya yung asawa, pati si God. Sinisisi niya, sinisisi niya si God. And Eve, his wife, blamed the serpent. Sabi niya, kasi the serpent tricked me. And Satan had said nothing at all because he already learned there's no excuse before God. Later on, Aaron, habang si Moses nasa bundok, Aaron made a golden calf. And the people of Israel started worshiping that golden calf. And God said, what's, what's going on here? And Aaron said, kasi, yung mga tao, they made me do it. I just put their gold jewelries in the fire and out came this idol. It's kind of like the teenagers who got pregnant, no? Sasabihin ng mga, mga bata na, I don't know what happened. May nangyari sa amin na hindi namin akalain. We were just watching TV and all of a sudden, a baby came out of my girlfriend's tummy. You know, it's just an excuse. One man who is called the rich young ruler, didn't follow Jesus kasi marami siyang pera. Kaya hindi siya sumunod kay Jesus because he couldn't part with his worldly possessions. He just couldn't leave his money. He couldn't leave his family. He wouldn't agree. My family won't agree with that. It just, di puede. And there's all kinds of excuses for why we don't seek God first and put his kingdom first, doing things, doing life, God's will and God's way. In Luke chapter 14, Jesus told a story of a very wealthy and generous man who threw a great dinner party and invited many guests. And when the time was ready for the dinner, he sent 
out his servants to the invited guests saying, come on in, the food's on the table. And they all begin to beg off one after the other, making excuses. The first one said, I bought a piece of property and need to look it over. Send my regrets. Another said, I just bought five teams of oxen and I really need to check them out. Send my regrets. And another said, I just got married and need to go home to get my wife. May mga excuses. Yung isa bumili ng lupa. Yung isa nagbukas ng negosyo. Yung isa nag-asawa. You know, it was their possessions and their job and their family na naging hadlang sa kanilang pagsunod or pag-attend sa feast ng Panginoon. And there are many reasons that maybe you and I are giving today for not joining the Master's Feast. Or maybe it's your studies or maybe it's parents or kids. In Luke chapter 9, someone said to Jesus, I'll follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said, foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to call his own. Another man said, Lord, let me wait until after I bury my father. And Jesus answered, let the dead bury their dead or let the dead take care of their own dead. You should spread the kingdom of God. And then another man said, well, I want to follow you. uh, But Lord, let me first go back and take care of my household affairs. And Jesus, you know, is telling these people, no, they, they, they want to follow Jesus as long as there's a guarantee of financial support and comfort. They, and Jesus said, there's no permanent place here. The investments and the good life is in heaven. And another people would say, well, I'll follow you. But, you know, they eventually turn back. And the Lord is saying, you've got to be in it all the way. Be all in. You know, don't don't say, well, my kids or my parents, uh, let the dead bury the dead, Sabini Jesus. If you want to follow me, go all in with your commitment. Make a decision to follow Jesus without turning back. Are you deciding to follow Jesus with no turning back? I want to talk to you a little bit about why we make excuses. One reason why is to avoid responsibility. Ayaw natin na ma, matake, matake ng blame. Iwas, trabaho, maybe just old-fashioned laziness. If your group at work or school would choose you to be the leader, uh, you know, sometimes it's just easier to refuse. Beg off. Iba na lang. Because if something goes wrong, don't look at me. It's easier to let someone else take the blame, somebody else take the risk. Or maybe you make excuses for not wanting to take responsibility. Another reason we take or make excuses is because we sometimes embrace the status quo. And this means that it's like settling for less than God's best. Yung pagka, pagiging contento sa mediocracy. Sasabihin na, okay na ako. 
Okay na to, this is the easy life, at least hindi mahirap, at least mura, ganito lang, pwede na sa akin to, magiging financially dependent sa family, or for whatever reasons na ni, ayaw mag-excel, ayaw, parang ayaw ko ng pressure, ayaw ko ng risk. But you know, no pressure, no risk, no reward. And living the status quo doesn't take faith. And remember, it's impossible to please God without faith. Sa Dios ang pwede na ay hindi pwede. So stop making excuses for why your faith is not growing. Wag mong sabihin, well, everybody's doing it. Everybody believes it's right. So kahit kasalanan, kahit worldly, bahala na. Basta doon ako sa karamihan. Just follow the majority. And that is uh, unpleasing to God when we make excuses dahil ayaw nating ma-stand out, ayaw nating ma-take ng risk. And another reason why we make excuses is because we're unwilling to change. You know there's areas in your life that need to be changed. But sometimes we just make excuses kung bakit hindi tayo nagbabago. Minsan sa akin is time management. Oh, I know I need to make a change. I know I need to make it a, a, a new habit, a better or some improvements. But sometimes we just say, well, kasi busy. Or kasi ang daming pressures, ang daming tumatawag, ang daming ganito. But the truth is, we just don't want to change. We just haven't made that decision to break that habit, break those wrong attitudes. Or maybe there's people you're spending time with. Now, they're not healthy for you. Mga taong na hindi good influence sa'yo, but you don't want to give them up. You don't want to say no. And you know there's changes that you need to make in your marriage and the way how you speak to your kids or maybe spending time with God each day, reading His Word, putting God's kingdom first. Maybe you need to make a change with how you spend your money and putting God's kingdom first in your finances. Eh, kasi, I can never afford. And we make excuses kung bakit hindi tayo nangunguna ang, or inauna ang Diyos. You'll, you'll never make a change until you stop making excuses and start asking God for His grace. In John chapter 5, there was this pool, a pool of water near Jerusalem where the disabled people would go, hoping to get a miracle of healing. Amanga bulag at pilay nandodon. And one man who had been there for, well, in the same condition for 38 years, isang hindi nakakalakad, and Jesus asked that man, Do you want to get well? Ang sagot niya kay Jesus, eh kasi I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is steered. While I'm trying to get in, someone else goes down ahead of me. And this man stayed in his same situation for nearly four decades. And when Jesus comes along, siyempre Jesus may reputation of, to be a healer, hindi ka agad na pinagaling yung, yung lalaki. Instead, nagtanong si Jesus sa kanya, Do you want to be healed? Now, you would 
probably assume ang sagot niya is, siyempre, oo, kaya nandito ako. But Jesus would ask him this because this man was not doing what he needed to do to make a change happen in his life. It seems like he was so addicted to his excuses. Sabi niya, as soon as I get in the water, then my problems will be fixed. But I can't. Maybe he was thinking, if someone helps me, yeah, I'll be healed. But I can't. If I could, you know, we, we have many excuses like this. If I could just have more money, then I would tithe. Or if I would, if, if we have the vaccine already, saka na ako mag-attend ng church. Or, you know, I'm just wondering, what is your excuse? What are the things that you know needs to change in your life, but you haven't done that? You say, well, if I was rich, then I would be happy. Or, well, if graduate ako ng four-year course, then I would have a good job. Or, if these people in my cell group would change, then I would get along with them better. You know, some people just don't want the responsibility that comes with being healed. You see, being sick somehow gives an excuse to stay down and wait for someone else to do it for you. And maybe you're not physically pilai, but maybe you have emotional or mental sickness. Is, is your spirit and your soul healthy and free and full of God? Are you walking with a healed heart? O may tampo ka pa, bitterness o hugot hanggang ngayon, ilang tahun na. And God is probably asking you the same question today. Do you want to be healed? And what's your excuse for not being healed? Not being whole and not being happy. Because there is something they said about you. You were treated unfairly. May hurt feelings ka ba? Pinahiya? And sometimes na, nakakaroon tayo ng victim mentality or a poverty complex. Maybe an orphan spirit and feeling like, well, kawawa ako, ganito. Jesus wants you to be healthy in your physical body and your soul, your emotions and mind and your will today. God wants you to stop making excuses and be willing to make changes. Now we know some of the reasons why we make excuses, but let's dig a little bit deeper and go to the root causes of making excuses. We want to know what makes a person tick. Just listen to their excuses. And I love the story of Moses when God called him to lead the children of Israel to be free out of Egypt. And the the, the thing that Moses did is probably a similar reaction to how we do. And it shows the root cause of making excuses because Moses made excuses uh, to God. And one of the excuses that Moses made to God was that he felt insignificant. So that's one of the root causes of excuses is that when we feel uh, insignificant, uh, who am I, sabi ni Moses, when God 
said, Moses, I want you to lead my people. Somebody, Moses, who am I? This was in Exodus chapter 3, verse uh, 11. Moses seemed to have this low self-esteem, and he said to God, I am nobody. How can I go to the king and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And God replied, because I'll be with you, and you will know that I'm the one who sent you. And when you worship me on this mountain after you lead my people out of Egypt. And over in chapter 4 of Exodus, verse 1, he, he said, Lord, I'm telling you, I'm not a good speaker. I have never been able to speak well. I, I speak slowly and I don't use the best words. This was Moses. And he was so insecure. He, was, he felt so insignificant. Sinabi pa niya na, what if they ask me kung sino ka, kung anong pangalan mo? Ah, hindi ko alam yun. Mapapahiya lang ako. And ang point ni Moses was, I don't know enough about God. Have you ever felt that way? Have you ever made an excuse kung bakit hindi ka nag-invite ng mga co-workers mo? Bakit hindi ka nag-share ng, ng word of God or ng testimony mo sa mga kasama mo sa bahay? And sometimes they just, I could hear that, I don't know enough about God. Hindi naman ako pastor. Other people feel like, well, I'm not good enough to be used by God. I don't have what it takes. And this was, this was Moses' excuse. He says, I don't have the ability. Hindi naman ako magaling mag-English. I don't have it. You know, I don't have enough. I don't know enough. Maybe it's education. I don't have enough money. I don't got the looks. I don't have the connections. And there's a lot of excuses, like Moses, that we make today. But remember, God does not call those who are qualified. He qualifies those who are called. In Exodus chapter 4, in verse 11 to 12, God said, Who made a person's mouth? Go, I'll be with you when you speak, and I'll give you the words to say. So if you feel like Moses today, inferior, insecure, maybe you feel like I'm a nobody, God is saying to you, you are a somebody because I chose you and I will be with you. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 6 says, the Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can men do to me? And if you feel like I'm too weak, well, remember where we are weak, he is strong. And if you say, well, I'm not good enough. I can't learn computers. I can't speak English. God is saying, I'll help you by my grace. It's not your ability that God wants. He's already got all the ability. It's your availability that he won't have unless you give it to him. So giving God your availability. See, God never chose you because you're good. He chose you to show that he is good. But you've got to stop making excuses. Because by grace, you can do whatever God calls you to do. Yun po ang definition natin ng grace. is the ability of God flowing into you to give you the power to do whatever he's called you to do and to become whoever he's called you to be. So whatever God calls you to do, you can do anything that he puts into your heart. 
God's word says in Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. So there's no excuse for a believer of God, a believer in Jesus, to feel insignificant, insecure, or inferior. Because God, the King, the Creator of the universe, the Ruler of all, has qualified you and chosen you to be His ambassador and His friend. And yeah, even His child. Satan's typical traps are condemnation of yourself, you know, putting yourself down. Like Moses probably felt condemnation about his past murder. He failed too much. He, he sinned. And we have that same condemnation that Satan uses as a tool against you. Another tool is this comparison to others. That is Satan's trap to make you feel either inferior or arrogant and superior. So beware of the two traps, either condemnation or comparison. And another root cause of making excuses, the root cause of an excuse can be a fear of rejection. Fear of rejection. In Exodus 4, verse 1, Moses protested. He's, he's making an excuse to the Lord. Excuse me. What if they won't believe me? What if they won't listen to me? What if no one believes that you really appeared to me? So I'm feeling me, Moses, is what if they don't accept me? He might, I might be rejected. They might not like me. Kung pinapakusapan nila ako, ayoko masaktan na naman. Di ko kaya tiisin ng sakit sa puso. You know, when you start to compare yourself with other people and you start to be so focused on what other people think and say, you'll start to fear their rejection. They might say, well, they're richer than me. They might think I'm poor. Or they might think they're, I'm not qualified for this. They might not accept what I say or believe me. Really, the root cause underneath this fear of rejection, it's pride. We want to save face. We want to have a good reputation sa harapan ng mga ibang tao. Sobra tayong concern sa iniisip ng ibang tao. Kaya pala, maraming excuses because we're afraid of rejection more than what God approves. And the third motive or root cause of making excuses is focusing on yourself. This is where we make excuses just because I don't want to do it. It's just a hard heart. It's a condition of the heart that Moses eventually just said, God, choose somebody else. And that was when God started to get angry at Moses. It wasn't that God got angry when he felt insignificant, or when he feared rejection. But the moment that Moses just said, pick somebody else because I don't want to do it, that was when the Lord said, hold on, you're going to do this. Stop being so self-centered. You know, we're so me-centric rather than God-centric. Instead of prioritizing God's will, and God's ways, 
We just want to do things our own way and our own will. And the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 3, 5, and 6 to trust the Lord and do not lean on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge Him, prioritize Him. And as long as we're just living life in the comfort zone, as I said, being Mona, I'm okay. You know, it's, it's, it's no problem for me that God's people are suffering. That was Moses' attitude. He just didn't prioritize what God was prioritizing. And when sometimes we would just be addicted to the comfort zone and make excuses for not doing what God is wanting us to do. Oh, I'll, t- I'll attend when I feel like it. I'll give or serve when it's easy for me. I'll obey when I am happy about it, when it's convenient or comfortable. But you will stop making excuses when you stop focusing on yourself and start to live for the plans and the purposes of God. The Bible says that Jesus laid down his life, not for any other reason, but for the Father's will. It was the Father's will, and that was his focus throughout his life. He wanted to please his Heavenly Father. My name is Timothy, and Timothy means honoring God. So I believe it's my calling, it's my name, it's my purpose in life, not to live for my own honor to do what I want to do, but to live my life to honor God. So the root causes of making excuses could be, well, I'm not good enough. People won't respect me. I just, I just don't want to. And that comes from insecurity. Insecurity is to trust God. Believe that he values you. Believe that you're important to him. You don't need to have uh, the applause, the, the rewards, or the words of appreciation from other people. Just believe that God values you so much. And ang pangkontra sa fear of rejection, the, of being you know, stuck in the comparison trap, is to believe that God accepts you. Yes, you're important, and yes, He accepts you. And then the pangkontra sa self-centeredness, is to recognize that God gives you daily grace. And you will not have to be so focused on self when you are walking in grace, believing that you don't have to grab for yourself. God will grace it to you. You don't have to work for your own pleasure. God, His presence, His grace, there are pleasures forevermore. And when you trust His grace... You will be so uh, confident that you don't need to try to protect yourself or preserve yourself. You won't be insecure. You won't be worried about rejection. And self-centeredness can be fixed simply by humbling yourself before the Lord. When you humble yourself, God gives grace to the humble. You humble yourself before the Lord and he will lift you up. Oh, there's so many things I want to share with you today. But let me just give you some quick uh, action or application for this message. Number one is to take responsibilities. Take them. Don't iwas responsibility. 
take responsibility. And pangalawa is make and keep commitments. Make kahit maliit, make a small commitment. Kahit simple thing, but make a commitment today and keep it. Maybe you make a commitment to to bring your tithe this week. Or maybe you make a commitment to just read one chapter a day of the Word of God. Kahit hindi yung buong book, just one chapter. Kung hindi mo kaya sa isang chapter, one paragraph. Kung hindi mo kaya sa one paragraph, make a baby step and just read one verse every day. But make a commitment. Kahit gano kaliit, kahit gano kasimple, but make it and keep it. And number three is focus on the things of God. Oh, Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 says, if you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, things will go well for you. All things will be added to you. Second Corinthians 4, 18 says, we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is just temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. In Colossians 3, 1 and 2, because you have been raised with Christ. Now, set your sights on the realities of heaven. And think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. Maybe someone's here and listening today in your home or at the CEC, at the SFCC, or in any place across the internet. Have you not yet received Jesus? Bilang Iyong personal na tagapaglitas. If you haven't, ang tanong ko, why? Why have some of you not yet been baptized in water? Why have you not made a decision to invite Jesus into your heart? Why not make that right? There's, there's, there's no excuse, really. Jesus made no excuse to sacrifice his life for you by dying on the cross. Jesus took responsibility for your sin and for my sin. He took initiative to love you and serve your greatest need to save you. And he said, it's finished. It's accomplished. There's nothing more to do. There's no more excuse for you to be condemned. There's no reason for you to need to go to hell. You don't have to live like an enemy of God. There's no excuse to be on the other side. He loves you and he's pursuing you and knocking at the door of your heart today. So you have no excuse to refuse him into your heart and ask him to be your savior and the manager of your life. He's calling you to become his follower. Yeah. It's either yes or no. What is your answer. Is there any reason why? Is there any excuse why na hindi mo gustong tanggapin si Jesus sa iyong puso ngayon? So ilagay mo ang kamay sa dibdib at uh, sumunod sa maikling pananangin. Lord, we just thank you for being our good God and our Savior. Salamat po, Panginoon, na hindi ka nag-excuse, hindi ka nag-back off or beg off or shrink back or quit. Thank you sa tiyaka mo. Thank you sa dakilang pag-ibig mo sa amin. Thank you for what you've done on the cross. O Panginoon Jesus, ina-invite na kita na pumasok sa aking puso at maghari sa aking buhay. 
Hugasin mo ako sa lahat ng aking mga kasalanan. Linisin mo po ako at bigyan mo ako ng panibagong pagsimula. Magmula ngayon, kayo po manguna sa buhay ko. Kayo, Lord, ang mag-manage ng aking buhay. Mag-manage ng aking mga priorities. Buraan mo ang kahit anong takot na meron sa puso ko about rejection, about kung anong sasabihin ng may ibang tao. Lord, take away that feeling of insignificance at palitan mo ito ng confidence that you valued me. You loved me and you've proven it. And Lord, help us to live a life focused on you. The things above, the things that are eternal, hindi yung mga temporary lang. Ang tunay na mga values. Help us to invest our lives, not making excuses, but making changes that will impact other people around us and bring people to faith in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So great to share with you today. I'm sure na marami kayong papag-usapan sa mga cell groups new this day, this week. Do it. Pray for each other. And let's, let's quit the excuses and start making some radical changes to the glory of God. Bless you. Jesus bless you. God bless you. The Holy Spirit be with you.